When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. In today's show, Bitcoin price test 27,000 support as the Fed holds interest rates at the FOMC. And quoting Max Kaiser, you can only create Bitcoin's absolute scarcity and true decentralization once. I'll be breaking down the two reasons why, as well as Bitcoiners stack them up as the inactive Bitcoin supply hits yet another all-time high. Send it. We'll also be discussing grayscale files for a new Ethereum futures ETF. I'll be breaking down this official report, as well as Bitcoin NFT ordinals creator, proposes to change the inscription numbering system, as well as analysts, on-chain analyst William Clemente, says they set up for Bitcoin becoming increasingly favorable. I'll be breaking down his latest analysis, as well as sharing with you the most bullish Bitcoin price prediction in crypto news alerts history. We have a crypto veteran investor predicting the Bitcoin price reaching a valuation of $7 billion per coin. I'll be breaking down the math of why he believes this is possible, and we'll also be comparing it to Fidel. $1 billion Bitcoin price prediction. And we'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Yo, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience with video, visit my YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Net. And welcome everyone just joining us. This is pod episode number 1407. I'm your host JV. Today is September 20th, 2023. And we just got the latest from Jay Powell at the FOMC. Lots to share with you today. So without further ado, let's dive right in. But be sure to say hello in the live chat and let me know where you're tuning in from. I greatly appreciate that. So here we go. Checking out uh, Coin360, we can see Bitcoin currently correcting down about 1% for the day, trading just on the cusp of 27,000. And checking out CoinMarketCap.com, we're sitting just above that trillion dollar milestone, which we have been sitting at for quite some time with about 27 billion in volume in the past. 24 hours with the Bitcoin dominance at 49.2% and the Ether dominance at 18.2%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers of the past 24 hours, we got Maker leading the pack up 5.5%, trading above $1,329, followed by Ave up 4%, trading above $64, followed by Flare up almost 3%, trading just above 1.1 cents. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers of the past week, you can see the majority currently in the red with a handful in 
in the green, including PLS, which is up a whopping 32%, clearly leading the pack, with one of the biggest losers being RLB, down 11.2%. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, one of my favorite indicators, shows we're currently rated a 47, so we're back in neutral. Yesterday was a 46 in fear, last week a 41, and last month a 38 in fear. So there you have it, fam. How many of you have been taking advantage of this recent Bitcoin dip? If so, put BTFD in the comments section. And now let's break down our Bitcoin technical analysis and check out the price action and what is currently happening and popping off in the Bitcoin market. As you can see here, Bitcoin saw snap volatility September 20th as the U.S. Fed maintained interest rates at 20-year highs. As we can see here, the Bitcoin price action. Now data from Cointelegraph and TradingView followed price action as it reacted to the rate decision accompanying commentary from the Fed chairman, Jay Powell. The FOMC opted to keep the rates at their previous level set in July of this year. Quoting them here, the committee seeks to achieve maximum employment and inflation at the rate of 2% over the longer run. And they also shared in support of these goals, the committee decided to maintain the target range for the federal fund rates of five to five and a quarter, I mean, to five and a half percent. The move was overwhelmingly expected at a time by the markets with a 99% probability of a rate hike pause already in place per data from the CME's group FedWatch tool. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. The Fed's language remained cautious over the future of inflation with no guarantee that conditions would become more lax. Quitting them again, in assessing the appropriate stance of monetary policy, the committee will continue to monitor the implications of incoming info for an economic outlook. The committee would be prepared to adjust the stance of monetary policy as appropriate if risks emerge that could impede the attainment of the committee's goals. The release continued. So there you have it. In React, and we had crypto analyst Mikhail Van Pop, who shared the future uh, prediction. No rate hike from the Fed, my best guess. We are done with the hiking policy. Bitcoin is likely to start trending up from here. Yes, a fake out usually happens at the news. I think he makes a great point. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the analyst. Now, the price action saw jitters as the decision came with Jay Powell still to complete his speech. At this time, the road is getting inflation down to Fed's 2% target, he said, and had a long way to go. If the economy evolves as projected, the median participant projects that the appropriate level of the federal funds rate will be 5.6% by the end of the year, 5.1% at the end of next year, 2024, and 3.9% at the end of 2025. I guess so much for hopeful thinking, right? We all know that the inflation is truly way higher than what they're anticipating. Anyways, Powell noted that the median projection for the end of the year was unchanged from before, but it moved up a half a percent for the end of the next two years. So there you have it, fam. And quoting the high priest of Bitcoin, Max Kaiser, you can only create Bitcoin's absolute scarcity and true decentralization once for the following two reasons. Number one, going forward, it's impossible to argue there was no intention to profit, and that means you are an unregistered security. And number two, it's impossible to be more decentralized than perfect decentralized Bitcoin, so the network effects will never materialize. So there you have it, fam. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the high priest. 
And how many of you watched Nigel Bokele and his um, speech to the United Nations last night? I watched it last night at 10 p.m. Eastern. I'm curious if you guys tuned in. And if so, what are your thoughts? Now let's break down our next story of the day, and that's the inactive supply for Bitcoin reaching yet another all-time high. And as I reported yesterday, the hash rate also just hit a new all-time high, which is more bullish fundamentals for the network. So let's break this down. And welcome to y'all just joining us. Be sure to say hi in the live chat. Don't be a stranger, fam. Now, on-chain data suggests the Bitcoin hodlers are accumulating Bitcoin with exchange hodlings down to yearly lows, and the percentage of inactive Bitcoin supply hits new all-time highs. According to Glassnode's Bitcoin supply last active chart, the inactive Bitcoin that has not moved from an address for more than one to three to five-year time frames has been hitting all-time highs since July of this year. These metrics are mirrored by Bitcoin analytics from CoinMarketCap, which tracks the wallet addresses by how long they have been holding a Bitcoin, and as estimated, 69% or 36.8 million addresses have held Bitcoin for over a year. When my long-term hodlers out, at make some noise, fam. CryptoQuant charts also reflect the Bitcoin outflows from the exchanges, which have steadily declined from July of 2021, with just over 2 million Bitcoin remaining on the exchanges. Can you say incoming supply shock, fam? Especially with the Bitcoin having and ETF approvals around the corner? Let's go. The CoinGlass Bitcoin on the exchanges tracker breaks down the circulating Bitcoin held by the major centralized exchanges, which you can clearly see right here. Binance tops the list with some 500 43,281 Bitcoin on its books, but the exchange has seen significant Bitcoin outflows over the past 30 days with 21,645 BTC withdrawn just in the last month. Next up, we have Coinbase Pro's Bitcoin balance of 435, 530 Bitcoin, which leaves it second on the list with the US-based exchange also having 3,612 BTC withdrawn from its platform over the last 30 days. Next up, we have OKX, which is the only exchange in the top 10 that recorded a significant inflow of Bitcoin in the last 30 days. Interesting, right? With 4,630 BTC being moved onto the platform over the past month. Now, market commentators as well as analysts have delivered lofty predictions of potential value of Bitcoin with its highly anticipated mining rewards having set to take place in 2024, which is approximately only six months out. I think we're going to have a supply shock, which we have never experienced before in Bitcoin history. History, especially at the institutional level, because to offer an ETF, they have to be holding the underlying asset. And at this point, I don't think BlackRock is holding millions of Bitcoin. Currently, the largest hodler of Bitcoin in the world is the GBTC product, which is owned by Genesis, which is the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. They currently hold over 600,000 BTC. And next up on the list is MicroStrategy, which was the first publicly traded company to put Bitcoin on its balance sheet. They currently hold over over 152,000 BTC. That's Michael Saylor's company. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. So yeah, incoming supply shock, send it and let's go as we march on to new all-time highs this bull cycle. All right, now let's break down our next story of the day and discuss Grayscale launching an Ethereum futures ETF. Interestingly enough, let's break this one down. 
Here we go. Grayscale, uh, digital currency investment company Grayscale is the latest firm to file with the SEC for a new Ether futures uh, ETF. September 19th, yesterday, Grayscale proposed listing and trading shares of the Grayscale Ethereum Futures Trust ETF under the New York Stock Exchange ARCA Rule 8200 E. The proposal is pursuant for the provisions of the uh, Securities Exchange Act of 1934 and the rule change submitted by the NYSE to the SEC. The ETF managed by Grayscale Advisors also referred to it as the sponsor in the filing. Quoting them here, the sponsor is in the process of becoming registered as a commodity pool operator with the CFTC and is in the process of becoming a member of the National Futures Association, the document reads. It also states that Grayscale Advisors have engaged Vin and advisory as a sub-advisor to serve as the trust's commodity trading advisor. The Grayscale Ethereum Futures Trust seeks to maintain its holdings in Ethereum Futures contracts with a roughly constant expiration profile, the filing reads, adding that it will never carry futures positions all the way to cash settlement. Now, the nature of the Ether Futures contracts in the ETF will not require the trust to use an Ethereum custodian, the filing reads gets more interesting. Quoting them here, the trust will deposit an initial margin amount to initiate an open position in the future contracts. A margin deposit is like a cash performance bond. It helps assure the trader's performance of the future contracts that he or she purchases or sells. Now, the news comes a week after the digital asset management firm Valkyrie also filed for an Ethereum futures ETF with the SEC mid-August a few weeks ago, following several other firms filing for Ether future ETF. On August 17th, Bloomberg reported the SEC was set to allow the first ETFs based on Ether futures, spurring much optimism regarding the Ethereum market. And then, of course, as we all know, last month, big news, Grayscale scored a major, though partial, victory against the SEC in its efforts to convert its over-the-counter Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, which is their GBTC product, into a listed spot Bitcoin ETF in the United States. The SEC rejected its GBTC app after which Grayscale sued. The appeals court ordered that Grayscale's petition for review be granted and that the SEC's order to deny the GBTC listing app be vacated. Now, this victory, despite not guaranteeing the eventual listing of a Grayscale spot Bitcoin ETF, was still greeted with enthusiasm by the community. I mean, every time we get a big fat W against the SEC, that's triumphant in my humble opinion. And I ain't talking about Wu-Tang, you know, triumph, one of my favorite classic songs back in the day, just saying. But anyways, uh, what are your thoughts? Do you think the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust will likely get converted into a spot Bitcoin ETF? And which do you think will get the green light first? Will it be BlackRock's application? Could it be Grayscale? Could it be Valkyrie? Could it be Fidelity? Could it be ARC21, Kathy Wood's company? Let me know your humble thoughts. My opinion is that we're likely, once we get the first approval, I think it's going to be like a domino effect, which is going to be tremendous. As we all know, there's trillions of dollars currently sitting on the sidelines, just waiting to be invested into Bitcoin. And with a very modest market cap at today's uh, market, we have roughly a $500 billion Bitcoin market cap. That's nothing as literally trillions are going to be ushered in into the Bitcoin market, which can send the price parabolic entering price discovery mode. 
ultimately hitting new all-time highs. So I personally can't wait. And with that being shared, fam, now let's discuss the latest with Bitcoin ETFs and ordinals and some uh, changes which are occurring according to their creator, which is interesting. And how many of you have ever used a Bitcoin ordinal before? Let me know in the comments. I appreciate it. Bitcoin ordinals creator and chief coder Casey Rodarmer has recently proposed changing the protocol's numbering system with the aim of simplifying the project's code base. Since the beginning, of the ordinals protocol each nft created using ordinals was assigned a unique inscription number they function similarly to serial numbers and have been an integral part of the digital art minted in the protocol and here's casey on x announcing what he's looking to do now Rod armor believes that keeping the inscription numbers stable has led to ugly code as well as stalling development because of this the protocol's chief coder proposed to make inscription numbers permanently unstable which means that the number system that assigns unique numbers to inscriptions created in the Bitcoin network will be deprioritized. And according to him, the move will simplify the protocol's code base and make it easier to make protocol changes easier in the future. The coder also clarified that inscription numbers would change, but not be entirely scrapped. He also highlighted that the new inscription numbers would be close to the old ones, but might differ by 1%. Now, while many supported the move, others pointed out how users paid substantial amounts to get specific numbers, which would be affected by the reorganization of the numbers. But despite this, a community member noted that those who care about the numberings of the inscriptions can still sort the collectibles by their timestamps. Now, Bitcoin ordinals are artifacts that allow inscribing into a Satoshi, which is the smallest denomination of Bitcoin. As we know, one Bitcoin can be divided by 100 million stats. The protocol launched in January of this year in 2023 with thousands of inscriptions minted on the Bitcoin network since and on august 21st the nft like protocol accounted for virtually 85 percent of all the activity in the bitcoin network which was ultimately causing lots of congestion and so therefore bitcoin ordinals has been receiving mixed vibes but what are your thoughts are you a fan of nfts especially on the bitcoin blockchain and like i said have you ever used ordinals or planning on using them in the future let me know chat and i'll be reading everyone's comments out loud here in just a little bit now let's discuss a big Bitcoin setup brewing, according to on-chain analyst William Clemente, and then we'll dive into our $7 billion bullish price prediction, which is officially the most bullish price prediction ever shared in crypto news alerts history. And then we'll wrap up with our live Q&A. Welcome again, everyone just joining us and tuning in in the live chat. Here we go. Wally followed crypto analyst and Bitcoin bull William Clemente says that there is a large scale macro setup now forming for the king crypto bring it addressing his 700,000 followers on x clemente says the u.s economy is now in a position where it absolutely has to issue more dollars in order to service its debt the analyst says that given the probability of the u.s expanding its money supply much further over the next few years significant currency debasement will be inevitable i agree with the analyst quoting clemente here why would you not just continue debasing the debt away at this point we have continued to do so for so long that the amount of debt we have accumulated relative to the gdp leaves only one realistic option to avoid defaulting, which is monetary debasement. Many would consider the structure of what the U.S. is doing to be a Ponzi scheme. 
breach as they issue debt that's paid down by issuing more monetary units and newly issued debt. Now, with the trend of rapid money printing likely to continue, Clemente considers which assets will likely be best performing. He says that out of the stock market, commodities, real estate, and even venture and angel investing, Bitcoin still looks like the most promising, 100%, quoting him here, commodities seem like a decent long-term bet, but ultimately the choosing of which largely can boil down to scarcity, utility, and monetary properties, while gold has traditionally been widely viewed as the go-to commodity to own during periods of debasement, after the next Bitcoin having, the digital asset will have a higher stock-to-flow ratio than both gold and silver, while also being more transportable, divisible, verifiable, and provably scarce than all other commodities, on the planet. Preach. And with a growing portion of Americans feeling economically disenfranchised or left behind, Clemente says they will ultimately seek alternative assets and economic systems, setting the stage for a large wave of Bitcoin adoption. I believe these dynamics will create a preconditioning for a willingness to adopt an alternative monetary system. And with the existence of an escape valve via Bitcoin today, my money is the first successful iteration of digital scarcity becoming adopted by society. Not to mention a similar dynamic takes place on the nation state level with the U.S. itself benefiting from the dollar system and others not. Meanwhile, combined with the structural trends of debt and demographics and the obvious trend of the world becoming increasingly digital, the setup for Bitcoin is becoming increasingly favorable. All to say, over a decade plus time horizon, orange coin good preach. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the on-chain analyst. I firmly believe that Bitcoin is the best uh, you know, investment as it has the most upside potential and it is scarce with a finite limited supply. There has never been an ETF approval or an ETF in the history of the world that has had a finite limited supply. So therefore, you can't compare it to the other commodities, you know, gold and silver and precious metals, etc. It's on its own vector. And so there, Therefore, it is the greatest, it is perfect money, and nothing's going to be able to stop it. I firmly believe with or without the approval of a spot Bitcoin ETF in the United States next year in 2024, the having alone will take Bitcoin to a new price discovery mode, which ultimately means a new all-time high. And six figures above and beyond is inevitable. Just saying. Let me know if you agree or disagree, fam. And now for our, our most bullish price prediction ever shared on the Crypto News Alerts live podcast, and that's $7 billion per coin, according to Peter Dunworth. So let's break this down, and then I'm going to compare it to Fidelity's $1 billion Bitcoin price prediction as well from their head of macro, Jurian Timmer. So here we go. And again, shout out to everyone out there in the live chat. I appreciate all the support. First, I want to... Um, I transcribed what he shared in this interview. This was shared roughly a week and a half ago on the What Bitcoin Did podcast with Peter McCormick. He interviewed uh, Peter Dunworth and he went on to share, the first valuation framework is simple, that there is $6.3 trillion of global trade that happens on a daily basis. And if you divide $6.3 trillion by the 900 Bitcoin that are minted on the day, you get a $7 billion coin. So there you have it. That's the math. One of the formulas he use to justify that $7 billion price prediction. Let me know if you agree or disagree, fam. Now, in the exclusive interview, and I'm going to 
encourage you all to check it out, the What Bitcoin Did podcast. We had Dunworth, who runs a multifamily office catering to high net worth families. He shed light on the significance of Bitcoin in Australia and expressed his concerns regarding the bank's unwillingness to embrace the crypto despite its immense potential as the most undervalued collateral in the world. Dunworth's analysis of Bitcoin valuation is based on a simple framework, which I just shared with you. He points out that there's a staggering $6.3 trillion worth of global trade occurring on a daily basis. And then if you divide that $6.3 trillion by the 900 Bitcoin minted on the day, you get a $7 billion coin. Let's go. According to the current inflation rate of Bitcoin, it's technically possible to mine up to 900 Bitcoins per day. This rate is influenced by a process called the halving, which occurs every four years and cuts the inflation rate in half. However, it's important to note that this figure represents the total amount of Bitcoin entering circulation within 24 hours and is not accessible to individual miners. Now, here's a reality check by the author here. If each Bitcoin's value reaches 7 billion, we can calculate the potential market cap by multiplying this value by the total supply of Bitcoin. And with a maximum supply of 21 million BTC, that would give us a market cap of $147 trillion. Now, I also got to point out, as Michael Saylor has infamously shared, the total addressable market of all the money in the world, the total addressable market is north of $700 trillion. So theoretically, is it a probability that the Bitcoin market cap capture $150 trillion of the $700 trillion total adjustable market? Yeah, anything's possible. So these numbers are off the charts. Now let's compare it to one of the largest asset managers in the world, which currently control over $4.5 trillion in assets under management as their head of macro uh, shared a $1 billion price prediction for the King Crypto as well. And we'll compare that to this other guy uh, saying we're going to hit $7 billion and we'll break that down. So here we go. This was something initially shared a couple of years back in 2021 in September. Uh, one Bitcoin may be worth $1 billion by 2038, according to the second largest asset manager in the world, which is Fidelity. So here we go. Uh, one Bitcoin may be equivalent to $1 billion by 2038, according to Jurian Timmer. Director of Global Macro of Fidelity, Timmer backed up his assertion with the four-hour chart that combined the stock-to-flow model with his demand model. And here's what he said in his own words. Metcalf's law holds that as the number of its users grow linearly, a network's value grows geometrically. The implication is that the utility value of Bitcoin will outgrow its operational network. This operational network encompasses buyer-sellers exchanges and ATMs. And in addition, also includes participating retailers, both directly and in directly and some leading organizations such as the Dallas Mavericks and AT&T. Rounding out this network are a few insurers, several banks, and a multitude of small businesses. Now, Timmer's own demand model grows very slowly in proportion to the stock-to-flow combination supply model. The asset manager's director's demand model predicts that Bitcoin will reach $1 million per coin by 2030. And on the other hand, the stock-to-flow combo model forecasts a price between $1 million and $10 million per coin by 2030. Now, Plan B, creator of the Bitcoin stock, the flow model, he recently updated this and he is now projecting between a $100,000 and $1 million Bitcoin price post having in 2024. Now, Jerry and Timmer's demand model seems to historically represent the floor or the bottom of the price. The stock, the flow appears to be a better fit for the peak. However, do note the gap between both models widened significantly after the year 2030. That's when things get very interesting. One of the suggested reasons for the widening 
widening gap after 2030 is the change in the value of the dollar. So it should be noted that this is the reasoning and it is not set in stone. So virtually, Timmer stated that the value of the dollar changes in relation to other assets. He further pointed out that just a dollar invested into stocks in the 18th century would be worth about $4 billion in today's money. Now, going by this assumption, $1 million today can be worth $1 billion in 20 years' time. Now, changes in the dollar's value, especially depreciation over several decades, render the same amount with less purchasing power. This is why huge sums back then appear less by today's standards. For instance, $1 million could purchase a lot of significant things a few decades ago. But to put this into perspective, reasonably higher-end houses in the U.S. cost between $200,000 and $500,000. So the same $1 million may not suffice for the same class of houses today. So there is an increasing number of billionaires across the globe. Some observers even believe that we may see the first trillionaire in this lifetime. How many of you believe the first trillionaire will be a Bitcoin holder? Let me know, fam. The same applies to organizations with several companies now passing the $1 trillion market cap valuation. Now, Fidelity previously pegged Bitcoin to hit $100 million by 2035 using the same stock-to-flow model. Now, Jury and Timmer also made those predictions back then. And untested and uncertain Timmer's predictions are he is not the only one with such lofty forecasts. We also have Deutsche Bank also forecasting that the Bitcoin price will dominate by 2030. So there you have it, fam. You just heard two predictions of a Bitcoin price uh, target of a billion dollars north. I shared with you the veteran crypto investor, uh, Peter Dunworth, predicting $7 billion per coin. And I also shared with you Fidelity, the second largest asset manager in the world, also predicting a billion dollar price action for the king crypto by the year 2038. Let me know if you agree or disagree in the comments right down below. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. Hoddle.